This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. You now tuned in to the legendary Random Attractive Friends. I'm your host, L.A., a.k.a. the Lube Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios, and we're kicking off 2023 with the man, the magic, the person that I always look forward to chatting to, the one, the only, Mr. Philly. What's up, man? Hey, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you too, buddy. Yeah. Was uh, you know, welcome to welcome to 2023. Uh, a very successful um very successful podcast last year. Got quite a few thousand listeners coming in. Um and uh yeah, let's uh, let's see where this year takes us, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, by all accounts. By all accounts, it looks like we're in for a very tough year ahead. Um, but uh, like always, I guess we'll be guiding our viewers with our thoughts and uh, holding their hand to help them through. So, uh, yeah, shout out to everyone tuned in and, uh, yeah, let's take it from there. So uh, we don't really have – we have a bit of a rough plan. I guess we have a bit of a rough chat before we began. But uh, how anything you'd like to sort of start the proceedings with talk about today, buddy? Um, there's so much, I guess, right? Um, we have the – because I don't think we discussed the FTX scandal – uh fed raised interest rates again um the 1.7 trillion dollar spending bill the u.s just passed as we're trying to get inflation under control uh you have republicans you can't elect anyone yeah andrew tate there's so much just pick and choose oh yeah let's talk about the tate dog that was a fucking classic let's start off with the tate ski so the backstory is that Andrew Tate was having a bit of a this an online troll really with uh, Greta Thunberg. Oh, Gretz, you know, like you're to be ashamed of yourself, Greta. And um, so he kind of comes on it. To be honest, he was kind of being a bit of a dick to her, you know. He's like, oh, I've got thirty three cars and I'm blah blah blah. Anyway, originally when I was watching the video clip, he gets these boxes of pizzas, right? And yeah. because I'm into rap music, like a lot of rappers have been caught out with like uh, boxes of like giving addresses away and everything like that. So instinctively, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, bro, it's a little bit risky because someone can just Google where that pizza shop is, and you know, or look at the box and maybe they've got the address on it." Yeah. So it actually, turns out randomly that I was correct because what happened was in between these back and forth, the Romanian government who's chasing him down for allegations of sex trafficking or whatnot, um, uh, saw the same pizza box and was like, oh, he's in Romania. Let's uh, let's get him. And I will say just one thing before I hand it over to you. Probably not the biggest fan of Greta, right? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast. However, I reckon she was fucking awesome. You've got to give credit where credit's due, brother. Her like reply of calling, calling Andrew Tate small dick energy. <laughs> I was like, 
the mate, mate, the Australian in me was like, fucking go, Greta. So I've got to admit, this whole Greta versus Andrew Tate, I'm a, I, I like Greta of this one, man. She's just been laying down some absolute fucking zingers. <laughs> so uh, what's your thoughts, mate? Um, I mean, I watched a couple things on it. I mean, Joe Rogan talked about it too, and I kind of listened to him and what they were saying. And it's sort of like, I hear some of the things he says, and I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm like, yeah, that kind of, that jives, actually. And I think a lot of, a lot of younger guys this day and age are going to pick up on what he's saying. I apologize if I'm sniffling. My allergies are going nuts. Cat's hair. Way too long. Oh, getting him shaved no worries, bro. As I, as I said to you, I was uh, I was up till three thirty a.m. in the morning. Is when I was at home, so I'm a bit yeah, a bit croaky as well. So, I mean, if 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 he legitimately did something wrong, then okay, I hope he gets punished accordingly. Um, yeah, but then they sound like a SWAT team after him. I think that's a bit excessive. Uh, I don't know. Even I, I when I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and 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 watching some other videos and trying to hear a little bit more. A lot of people said it seemed a little weird that he was like the amount of force and how involved the government got. It just didn't seem correct for Romania. Like they're, they're, they're not 100%, but they said that they think there's there's some there's some other things going behind the scenes that got him caught. Like he upset certain people, especially in the U.S., and they got the embassy involved. And that that's how it all kind of went down. But of course, if he actually did do something wrong, then I don't, I don't, you know, then he deserves whatever's whatever's coming to him. Um, I, think I hope it's not true, here. but the allegations yeah. are pretty bad. Um, what were the allegations again? The allegations were that he was like, what was he doing? He was like flying women out. Yeah, it was like sex trafficking and then and trapping and them and then recording to... them and then using for. Only, yeah. and then using it on only fans to make money off, wasn't it? I think there's conspiracy think the to form a criminal organization or something like that. And I'm okay. Look, if he wasn't actually pimping them out in terms of, look, okay, I think it's going to be. I think this is a little sticky. You have to wait and see what happens. But yeah, I mean, would you rather be a, uh, you know, would you rather be pimped out for OnlyFans or pimped out to the street? I'd pick OnlyFans. <laughs> between the two. Oh, mate. Honestly, bro, I've, had, I've, even, had, I've even had chicks that I've been trading nudes with. Like, I'm seriously contemplating putting this onto OnlyFans and making more money. And I was like, hey, look, I'm, I'm all equal rights in this shit. If you want to go and flash it to the world to make a couple of buckaroonies, like, go your life. But OnlyFans, like, the whole concept of OnlyFans fascinates me. I hate it. Like, it fascinates, it fascinates me the same as strippers fascinate me, right? I'll give a brief rundown and I'll keep it Christian Channel PG, right? First of all, I think what makes strippers amazing is that men are parting with thousands of dollars, right? Yeah. But just essentially a conversation. When you can't talk, you can just, like, view. You, you can't touch. Well, I don't know what it's like in America, but in Australia, you can't touch them, right? Usually so it depends on how much you're willing to pay. Yeah, so, you know, you might be able to put your hand on her waist or something like that, right? Yeah. But otherwise, generally in Australia, you can't touch them at all. So you spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for them to take the top off. And what, what I think makes them incredible 
is their ability to talk to everyone. They're, yeah. they're incredible conversationalists. They yeah. have an ability to talk to any bloke about, oh, women attend as well, or quite a lot of women like strip clubs as well, on that matter. And just to part them with their money whilst just talking to them about like whatever and engaging in the conversation. Yeah. And they engage very quickly. And it's the same thing with OnlyFans because on OnlyFans, they don't have that um, the, the personal energy. It's not the personal touch. Like, she's not, the woman's not physically there or, you know, vice versa. The woman's looking sort of at a bloke. Like, the bloke's not there in his little fire hat sort of thing, right? But OnlyFans, you can theory get a majority of the times for free off Pornhub, right? Or some other way of doing it. The only thing that you can have is maybe a slightly bit more interaction of saying, Oh, you know, I'll give you fifty bucks and like, you know, shake it on the bed or I'll give you a hundred dollars. My friend was showing me once because I, I I honestly don't use it. I've only seen it once with my mate. So he's like, oh, I'll show you how it works. You know, you give them a hundred bucks and whatever, and they do XYZ. But I don't understand how men are spending a, like exorbitant money. Exorbitant money. They're giving them like cars and gifts and everything like that. And there's that what's that bloke on the YouTube and uh, a TikTok, Daniel Math or whatever, that does the cars. Yeah. And he walks up to people with the nice cars and he goes, What do you do? And they're all like, Oh, I'm just I'm an only fan, so they're driving Ferraris. It's like that's for me what's the genius of these women. It's like, how are they doing this with the blokes are just spending an exorbitant amount of money where if if it's to talk about the sexualized concept. They could just go to a brothel or, or an escort or or a strip club locally or whatever. So yeah, it's wild. But again, I mean, tie it back to Andrew Andrew Tate. Like, if the allegations are correct, and he was able to manipulate them to that extent, that's kind of a bit. It's a bit slightly sadistic, actually. But also at the same point, how would he even be managed to pull it off? Because if you if you were a woman, it's I'm sure you go and Google and you can figure out how to set up an OnlyFans page, you know. So why why would they be? How would you be getting caught up in these situations? So again, it's it's a sticky situation, but let's see how it unravels. Um, yeah. How do you think? How do you think it will play out with him talking about the whole Matrix and everything like that, you know? And how he's you know he talked about his three strikes, you know. First is the warning, second is the jail, and then third is the execution. I mean, how do you how do you see? That or or younger people that are influenced by more importantly, getting uh, thinking. Oh my gosh, it's unraveling because he's he's prophesized that sort of thing. I mean, how do you think that will play out with with, with young blokes in um, society? I think if something happens to him, it will reaffirm people's trust. I guess. Look, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the advice he gives is actually pretty good. Like. I, I listened to a couple clips from him. Maybe not all of it. You know, I, obviously I don't have the time that I don't care that much. But I heard a couple things, you know, maybe 10 things. I was like, wow, you know, he's not wrong. Not wrong at all. This dude hit the nail on the head. And it, he is the complete antithesis to, say, like, the 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 current agenda of today. Especially in the, in the male in the male department, right? Where men are supposed to be like, you know, it's tox toxic masculinity and men have to step and aside feminine. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
And then you have this guy who kind of comes out and says, no, that's not true. And this is how it should be. Historically, this is how it was. And this is why we're here. And, you know, as a guy, you know, ignore all that other stuff and just try to be the best you, you can be. And this is how I would recommend you do it. And I'm like, you know what? For a lot of young dudes who probably are addicted to OnlyFans in this shit, um, I think it might. I mean, he is a dick and he says some pretty nasty stuff at the same time. But. I don't know. I feel like it might have been a wake up call yeah, the, for a the, lot the of guys. Thing about, the thing about he was saying about the right, the, the the context of the rape comments or whatever, which he has since I believe tried to clarify up. I mean, I think that was the main sticker. The the problem for me with the problem for me is a couple of things. So, first of all, I hate I hate his persona. He's too um, he's too aggressive and standoffish for it's, me. It's just so he, for he, I behind the scenes. I heard he's not like that. Everybody, everybody who's met him before they did an interview with him said he's actually really like actually pretty chill and upbeat, energetic. That's more just a marketing facade thing to be like a but, uber dick. Not that he's not yeah, a dick, no, I, but he dials it up to like ten when he's on video. But that 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 in itself has its own problems because you are you are in the sense the. The mentor and, and and the guider of 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 young men that I identify as being heterosexual, right? Honestly, I find um, it hysterical. <laughs> I think it's funny. I don't have a problem with it. I think most people oh, would yeah, know I, that uh, if if you know if you were raised right by your parents, you're not going to copycat this guy exactly, right? But you're going to say like some of the things that he's saying are correct. But the second thing that's interesting is for young blokes. Who have they really got? They've got basically Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson, really, in terms of like what we would call like a non-centrist or non-left. In you know, and their and their dad, people, it, depending who their dad is, right? You, you would hope that the dad yeah, the, is the one who would raise you a particular way, and you don't need someone like an Andrew Tate or a Jordan Peterson to tell you this is how you should behave. You would hope that your father but then it's hard. It's yeah, it it. it, it it comes back to the nuclear family, but the nuclear family is completely and utterly under attack. But this is kind of, this is, to go up political for a second, I mean, it's the element of Marxism, right? Marxism Marxism wants to try and break up that kind of nuclear family so that you're reliant on the, the state and the, and the government and the fucking, well, in, in democracy, almost the fucking corporations. So, Do you, you know, know and then how many, how many, sorry? You want to know when that ended? It's it's not a recent day thing. The whole family thing that, that ended long ago. Once once they had both parents working, that was the end. Because now nobody raises the kid. Interesting observation. Nobody raises yeah. the kid, Listen. right? You put him in daycare. You put him in school. Then he goes after school activity. Then you see him at night. Feed him. Go to bed. You almost have no time with him anymore because your whole life now is as an adult. Your whole life is work, and as a woman or a man right like i'm not i okay i don't want people to misconstrue saying i'm i'm saying a woman should be a stay-at-home mom but when you look at both if you're like somebody should stay home with the kids who should do it both sides have different nowadays there's different stigmas to it like if you're a stay-at-home dad you know you kind of are looked down on and i'm not saying it's wrong or right to be a stay-at-home dad i wouldn't want to be a stay-at-home dad but you know Maybe some guys do. And if a guy wants to be a stay-at-home dad, then, you know, he's – I think it will take a much longer time before that's kind of accepted. And I think the guy would even feel not 
great about. Of course, some guys are probably so confident in themselves they don't care, but most guys aren't going to feel that way because all a lot of their buddies might be out working and then you know earning money and buying things for their wife, and then he's going to be home with the kids not earning anything. And I think that's going to you know, I, I, make him feel bad. I have this. I have, yeah, I have this playing out in real time because I won't mention his name, but my best mate is is a uh, is a stay at home dad. Um, it's and he's really struggling. He's it's, he's like yeah. he goes. It's like the equivalent. He goes. What was actually really interesting for him is because he's what you would call this um, sort of pro-feminist, right? So yeah. what's really interesting for this is that he's like, he goes, this is like being in an open-air prison. He goes, I, I like my kids because it's just it's just ridiculous, like so hard. And then he goes, I don't know how, how women have done this for for so many, like, hundreds of thousands, millennia. He goes, it's just ridiculous. But what's what's also interesting for him in his situation is he obviously doesn't work, so he stays at home. He's got some income coming in from, from assets. Uh, but his biggest argument is his wife is always like, I earn the money, right, and kind of like, I earn the uh, money, I pay for the household, uh, you should be doing this, you should be complaining. Uh, you know why? If you if you if you want to work, you should earn two hundred thousand dollars a year and blah blah blah. And so, like he 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 said to me last night, he goes, "I I, I just don't have any control over my life." Yeah. And and I, and I think and I think that as we transition to the 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 the, the role reversals, that's there has to be for both. And, and and appreciation and acceptance of what women did as stay at home mums, right? For again millennia, and also for blokes like like you said, everyone all all his contemporaries are out earning money and blah blah blah, you know. And you don't even think about it as a bloke. You don't even think about it because especially like where I grow up with and who I mingle with, the majority of my friends are like quite. Like they're well-to-do, high-earning individuals. Yeah. So we just kind of go out and we just spend money without kind of thinking about it. And we're just like, oh, you know, of course we pay yeah. our bills and save, but we, you got to be kind of conscious around him because it's like he doesn't have money. He's not earning money and you're just like, fucking whatever, <laughs> you know? Like last night we are out at 3.30 a.m. I was like, fucking whatever, bro. Whatever you want, mate, you know? Like, and you're blowing lots of a couple hundred dollars easy, just not even blinking an eyelid. So yeah, yeah look, I, think, I think I think it's going to be interesting, man. I, I think that you I don't know, think it'll I, work. I don't think it's going to work. It's it's not going to fly because you know what the difference is. Even though historically you might say that you know the, the how did the how did the women always do it and all these things, yeah. But it was also kind of like understood that you know a lot of the times the women actually handled the daily financials of the household. Like the guy earned, and the women spent on what yeah, she needed. Yeah, I remember. So, I remember the yeah. I remember it, the rapper Fifty Cent saying that his grandpa used to come back when he was growing up as a kid. His grandpa used to come back and just hand the chick to the mum. Yeah, and the mum would run all the money, and that's how it used to be. So it's not the same now, and I think because it and it's not the. I don't think it's the same in in. I think what you have is you it, it's not fair because you have what happened previously sort of carried over in terms of tradition. Whereas if a guy makes a lot and marries a woman and the woman wants to be a stay at home mom, the guy probably won't care. And he'll let her spend the money that she needs for the household. But if you reverse it 
where you have, you know, say women who are stay-at-home moms for so long and now they're earning the money. They and and they have this, you know, overlying um system telling them that oh women can be the decision makers women should be in charge they're also going to think they should be in charge of the money i don't know i i think i don't i don't know it worked look it worked before right it worked before how, um, how would but, you be fine so the next question would be would you be fine with your partner earning more money than you because for me i fucking yeah, love yeah. it <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't care but once once a question will come into the into play of like because look, I know how I behave earning more than my partner now, right? And I'm very lax with a lot of things. But it, if it ever reversed and then it became a like a oh, I'm gonna be very strict with what I'm spending on, then I would I would I would question everything. Because I'd be like, Well, you know, and everything only worked out nicely when I was earning more and I was very flexible. But if things swapped and let's say my partner for whatever reason was like, Oh, well, no, you can't buy that, you can't buy this. Uh, and then I'm like, Oh, you know, I might want this. No, 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 we can't get this for you right now. I'd be like, well, well, what the hell? When I was earning more, it was fine. Now all of a sudden it's a problem. I, I think it's gonna be a lot of individual cases because it's not it's it's very new. And I think it is very new. And it and 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 what was what we're seeing is 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 the first generation of what genuine change sometimes for the sometimes really for the good. I mean, there's a lot of things that was from our parents' generation that probably kind of you know weren't the best. Like, you know, I mean, I even sort of can self critique. Like, I, I always say to people, like, my dad is the, the best father that, that anyone could ever ask for. Like, God truly blessed me with my father, he's the best father, right? Yeah. As a husband, he's shit. You know, like he's just like he's he's not a, he's not you know a, a physically abusive or anything like that. It's just yeah. like you know he just doesn't kind of like work out. And I used to, as a kid, it kind of impacted me because my parents were always screaming at each other all the time and arguing, and I thought it was just me. And then my mum kept telling me, "Just you fucking wait till you go out in the real world." And then I noticed that basically everyone that's married—that's what they do. They just yell and scream at each other, yeah. and it's dysfunctional. But but that's it comes down to also how how's being how's being taught, like the whole role of a male, like. Your yeah. dad used to be like, oh, okay, I've got a son and I need to teach him how to fight and I need to teach him how to have morals and I need to teach him how to stand his ground. And my pops yeah. used to always be like, if you actually believe in something and you believe wholeheartedly in it, don't let anyone sway your opinion, yeah. but your opinion has to be backed with knowledge and facts and everything like that. Yeah. And then he was always like, you need to be educated. And I remember finishing school. And he was like, he goes, honestly, I don't care if you're going to be a garbage collector. He said, you can go work on the garbage trucks, pick up fucking bins all day, mate. He said, but yeah. you're going to be the most educated garbage collector. He said, you're going, to have, you're going to have a couple of degrees. He said, you're going to be well read. And then it was also, it was also a, a, a real difference in terms of how one acts in society. There was a real, you need to respect your elders. My, from my mum was the whole respect from women, but even my pops was, he just kind of was like, just don't be an arsehole to him. Yeah. Um, but but you interacting with people was not only respect, but I guess, I guess you know, I was having this chat with my mate the other day. Maybe we had a little bit too much rage because there was respect, but you were already, you were always ready not to be pushed around. 
you know, you're always like, if it comes to him, fuck this dude up. (laughs) You know, if someone disrespects my sister, I'm going to fucking punch the dude in the face. So I understand an element of that in transition with families, but I don't know. I think, you know, like you said, there's going to be the the difference between the the roles and finance or whatever. But now I've got a whole generation of basically children that are effeminate. And then even, even now women have, what's crazy now is women have, have taken on more the rail, more the male role model of I'm going to F you up. So what more females now are violently more con- confrontational as well. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't know. I think I, th- I, I think the whole family thing is just all topsy turvy now. It's just, it's just a mess. And the other thing to keep in mind is, remember, everybody could have a good, a a generally okay life with just, you know, one one parent working. Now you need Mm, two. No, maybe in America and Singapore, but not in Australia. It's very, very difficult to afford it, to afford living here. Really? I'm, I'm on, yeah, but I would... My base salary is still like quite low, right? But even with it, no, being no, that's quite nowadays, low, right? I'm talking about uh, before. Still, no, but it's still, but it's still considered to be like within, I don't know, let's call it the top 10, 15 percent. It's still considered within the society, it's above the average, right? It's still quite a bit above the average wage. But yeah. there is no way. There is no way you could afford any decent form of living in terms of like relative affluence off just that base wage. You're saying 50 years ago, you couldn't do it? You're talking about nowadays, dude. I'm not talking about nowadays. Probably not. Yeah. I'm not talking about nowadays. I'm talking about. On the wage that I was earning now, maybe probably. 30 years ago, maybe, yeah. But the society now, like you said, it's, it's I, I don't know, I don't think we, we, we already addressed it. Is it living so expensive that if both people are working now, they don't even see the kids anymore? Well, that's that's the so, that's the thing, right? And then you have the issue of, well, if somebody really does want to stay home, who should stay home? Men are historically encouraged not to. Women are currently encouraged not to. Like they're being told it's, you know, some women don't care, of course, right? And some men don't care. It works both ways. But I had a, I had a, I had a friend, 10 minutes left. I had a friend that like when I was at uni, that was her whole aim. She was like, I just honestly, I, I just want to be a housewife. I want to marry a rich lawyer and have a couple of kids. And God bless her. She ended up having three kids and marrying a lawyer. I saw her a couple of years ago, and she was like, yeah, honestly, I'm really fucking happy. It's like exactly what I wanted. (laughs) And the other thing that I think is bad is nowadays there's too much outside influence in terms of what you should be or should be doing, especially, like, let's say the last five, ten years is a a woman. And even if you said you wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, like, it was almost implied that other women exactly so they're i i don't know man the whole thing is just bizarre i think the only people who benefit from it are corporations and governments and that's exactly why they push this agenda 
to have both people working, but then at the same time that, you know, both sides, yeah, you could be a stay-at-home parent, but both sides have the stigma attached to it nowadays. It used to not be attached to the women's side. Now it's it's very attached and very apparent because it's a new thing that they're pushing. The, the, the so, stigma has always know. been attached to the home and it's been transferred now to the men, but the, it's the same fucking stigma. Anyway, it's an interesting thing, bro, but we do have about eight minutes left, so let's get involved in the old uh, old FTX, you know? So, you know, do you want to kick off your thoughts on the old FTX saga? Yeah, it's, it, the whole thing was, uh, I mean, I'm glad it's it's going wrong. Um, I'm not glad people lost money, of course, because it's always the little people who get scammed. Of course, a lot of big so what's people the lost money, too. For the people that, what's the backstory for the people that don't know? Oh, this this guy around. created a crypto fund exchange, and you could invest in some token, which which was supposed to be redeemable for other tokens. I think even U.S. dollar, and all these people were putting money into this exchange because they said it was you know going to be a revolutionary thing. And he paid all these famous people like Tom Brady and that Kevin O'Leary guy to be spokes spokespeople, paying like fifteen million or something to go around and push this. Uh, push this platform and all these people put money into it all oh, crypto 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 boom and then turned out the guy was taking the money that they were putting in because he was he was first he was offering fantastic interest rate on your you would with the money you would put in on your coins um and it just turns out he was taking all the money and putting it into another company that he owned which was gambling all of it on other cryptos and options and pretty much lost all of it um and there was no but what's backlink. interesting is how it got triggered off because it was actually his competitor the owner of binance the chinese yeah. bloke that was yeah. like no nah, i'm i'm done with this i'm going to buy what was it he's going to sell his his tokens or his nft or whatever it was but yeah. basically when he went and said i'm going to start selling all it was the equivalent of an old-fashioned run of the bank everyone just panicked and started trying the money out that's it's, so it's, it's it's good it got caught Dude, there, there's so much. I don't. Even, I don't even think this can be covered in six minutes. But I. I would urge you. There is a really good YouTuber who does all these financial things called Coffeezilla. Watch his videos on it if you want more background. Absolutely phenomenal. The guy is really does fantastic work. Um, I love watching him on some other things too, like some other scammers on YouTube and stuff. And it, it's it's really good how he how he even got interviews with the guy, and was asking him a bunch of questions. Like it's incredible. Um, so he's, he's definitely a good watch and he explains everything kind of how it, how it went down with the information that's available at the time. But look to me, I don't think it'll ever come out, but it was just a money laundering scheme. I mean, you look at the people who put a bunch of money into it. He donated a shit ton of money to Democrats. Uh, Ukraine was million putting, or something. Yeah. Ukraine was putting money into the Ukrainian government. You know, you think they have more important things to fucking worry about. They're putting shit tons of cash into FTX. I think it was just, we send a fuck ton of money to Ukraine. There's no oversight where the money's going. He put a bunch of it into FTX. And then that guy started shelling out millions to the Democrats in the last, uh, in the last election. Um, he offered, uh, what actually happened is he offered, uh, Musk, Musk called it, uh, Elon, because apparently he offered Elon like yeah. 3 billion without any checks just to buy Twitter. Yeah. And Elon Musk was like, what the hell happened? You offered me 3 billion just like, he goes, it was like off the whim. He goes, yeah, you got 3 billion. It's yours, mate. No worries. And he was he was also the darling of like Worktopians, you know, like yeah. he was like oh for oh, any single thing you can imagine from, you know, anything that you know you you associate with a hardcore left, 
right, or hardcore left socialist, you know, commie policies. Like, he was fucking the darling. But also it gets even more cynical because his parents were like professors that were like balls deep in the whole Democrat system that were constantly, you know, trying to set everything up. So, yeah, yeah, it's just a... I was laughing because I saw one of the news reporters call him Mini Madoff. <laughs> yes. I also owned the game, bro. But, like, the thing is, apparently, I, I, these facts could be wrong. So, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But apparently 70% of crypto is still, like, you know, mafia, terrorist, you know, yada, yada money. Yeah, of course. So he has just lost, like, fucking Rus- Ruski and triads yeah. and, you know, Italian, it's like the one thing you don't want to do in this life is piss off the mafia or bikies, you know. That that people from the Pacific Islands because they're really good fighters. You just gotta be just leave them alone. <laughs> just, just fucking leave them alone. So even if this guy does pull through miraculously and you know gets two years in jail or something like that, but his security team is gonna need is just gonna be mental, mate. It's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be mental. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, he might get off. I mean, his parents both work for the government in regulation, right? The SEC. Yo, there's so much. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's so much crap in this. It it really, it just stinks. It just stinks to high heaven. Like, it's so bad. Um, And, of course, you know, probably most Dems aren't going to have any problems just kind of letting them skirt by because he gave them money. Um, Yeah, he's, he's a piece of shit at the end of the day. I, I go on record saying that he's a total piece of shit, and I stand by that. Usually, I say, "Oh, I don't really know." Blah 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 blah. No, he's a he's a fucking scumbag. I hope he goes to there prison part- and he drops the soap, and Bubba shows him his FTX, and then that's where we go. It's just that, that there's part of me that wrong. did think that Stumbled he was just kind of like this arty dude that kind of got he just kind of got caught up in it, or whatever. But yeah, then, dude. the more that I watch, the more that I think he knew. He had to, bro. Like he had to know something in in depth of what's going on. He's which full means of he shit. Plays, His parents both work for him. regulation, and they're both connected to the Democratic Party. There's fucking zero chance he didn't know what was going on. It's yeah, just, it's not just, true. He's just a, he's just an absolute dick. But then I mean, the thing is, like, it's in Australia as well. I don't know why all these punters are thrown into life fucking say. I was. Life savings into crypto. Yeah, it's like that other man. guy, the Korean guy, or whatever, that the exchange collapsed. And I was reading about this doctor in America that put his whole life savings into it and lost all his cash. And I was like, mate, they're a freaking like top surgeon. Why the hell would you put all your money into crypto? Because they, they thought it was backed by the American dollar. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. get rich quick. Mate, uh, I don't know. I, I think I think to the people, stay tuned, man, because I think we're going to have an incredible year of podcasts. Generally, like the amount of shit that's going on is just like freaking. <laughs> it's just mind blowing, bro. Yeah. 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 Any uh, final thoughts here, anybody? Because about a minute and a half left. No. Nope. Uh, final thoughts. I guess wrapping it up. Andrew Tate. Let's see what happens. If you want to be a stay-at-home parent, go for it. And Sam Bankman Just try is not a argue fucker. over money. Yeah, don't argue over money. Don't argue. Unless yeah. you're spending on stupid shit. Like you're going out and buying uh you know fifty thousand dollar boxes of Pokemon cards without your partner knowing, then 
Yeah, that might deserve, be a little bit. Then you deserve the the stomping. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my final thoughts are uh, go team and let's see what 2023 brings. Woo woo! Awesome. All right, see you, man. All right, man. Talk soon. Bye. Yeah.